Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hello, everyone in the United States and around the world. I love being able to say we have listeners in China, Australia, and isn't that awesome? Remember what I always say. I don't care if it's that one person in Saudi Arabia. You're a hero to me. You spread the news to other English-speaking people about this show. Because every time someone else hears this show and lets them know that when you have a disability, you still have quality of life. Hey, special shout out to Richard from Okinawa and South Korea from the State Department, Gang Yang Cho from the State Department, Cheryl Harris right here in the United States, and Benjamin in Kazakhstan who works with the State Department. You know I love all of you. You're all great champions and leaders, and uh, you're helping me throughout the world make a difference. Hey, Yoshiko Dart, how are you today? wife of the late great Justin Dart. I mention him on every show. Why? Because we too, people with disabilities have a history. I always say, hey, he made it as a Jeopardy question. So you know he's famous. But we don't remember enough about our own history. I'll tell you some current history. Malisha and Shelby, hello to both of you. Do you know they are new young employees of Bender Consulting Services, people with disabilities who were seeking freedom through the world of work, and where do you meet them? They are rock stars. So, um, hi, Mark. Hi, Mark has been the lead sponsor for years of this show, so we're so uh, appreciative, David Holmberg and Deb Rice Johnson of everything you're doing to support the show. Dan Honorado there is fantastic, as is all of them, from uh, Cindy Hunterfeen at AHS to Larry Kleinman to, uh, oh, my God, there's so many people. I never remember all of them, but thank you to everyone. So I must tell you, I was so excited about the show today uh, because... I've been involved with this university for many years uh, in the best city in America, which is, of course, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, where I'm headquartered. And, um, well, they are just a great university. And we have a new president uh, who started over a year ago, Dr. Kathy Humphrey the new president of Carlo University, Dr. Humphrey. It is a pleasure to have you on the show today. And for our listeners around the world, would you mind telling us your story? So they will know who you are and and what a great honor it is to have you on the show. From where you grew up to how did you get here to Pittsburgh and, you know, move into this opportunity? 
Well, Joyce, thank you so much for having me on your show today. I count it a great privilege and a great honor to be able to speak with your listeners. Um, and I'm so thrilled to tell you a little bit uh, about uh, my story of how I arrived in this position at Carlo University, an institution that really is committed to providing people an opportunity to gain an education that otherwise would not have had the opportunity. So thank you for allowing me to, to be a part uh, of your program today. So I'll start off with just a little bit about uh, my story. I am, I am the 10th of 12 children. I have uh, about 107 nieces and nephews. I always say about because I never know if uh, somebody has had another one before I counted them. And I, uh, my family originally began in Shreveport, Louisiana. And then during one of the great migrations, my family moved to the Midwest with the hopes uh, that, uh, but that the children would receive uh, a better education. Now, I want to remind you that they made that migration uh, in the late 50s, and I was born in uh, 62, and so I was the first person born in Missouri, and that's where they landed, in Kansas City, Missouri. And so I began uh, with my family at that point in time after the decision had been made to leave the South. If you think about the South at that point, it is it, we are in high Jim Crow time, and uh, the world is very different than it is today. Oftentimes I'm asked the question, do I think things are better? And if you uh, have my lens, you absolutely believe that things are better, but do we have a long way to go? We have a long way to go, but we've come from uh, a long way as well. So I um, am a first-generation college student, uh, very similar to the students here at Carlo. My parents wanted uh, more than anything that their children uh, would uh, go to college. And so I am the reality of their dreams and their hopes and their aspirations. I absolutely always, even as a child, uh, I enjoyed school. I loved playing school. And sometimes I played school um, by myself. And uh, I would teach empty chairs. And I often say, you know, today, because I taught those empty chairs, the chairs are, are now full of, of students that I work every day to make sure I have an opportunity to, um, to, to really plant their lives uh, from and to soar from foundations that we create for them here. But education has always been important to me from the very beginnings of my life. And I decided to get into university work because while I uh, while in uh, college, there were very few people who looked like me who were in leadership positions, and uh, I believed that I could make a difference uh, for young people that not only looked like me, but young people in general. And that's how I landed in higher education, simply because I was trying to fill a void, a need, something that I would have loved to have had, is that somebody that looked like me that was in a leadership role. And so that's, that's, that's my journey in short. I I started out uh, 
being a, a hall director. I actually started out being an RA on the floor as a student leader and then becoming a hall director. And then I went from there to being the director of all residence life and all housing and auxiliaries and, and that point. And then I became an associate uh, VP of student affairs. So I just kind of climbed the ladder uh, that way and went from there to being a, an, a, a vice provost and came to Pittsburgh at that point in time. So uh, left St. Louis U, came to Pittsburgh, uh, served as uh, uh, the vice provost and dean of student, and then became one of the senior vice chancellors at the University of Pittsburgh. And that job led me to this job as the President of Carlo. So that's my life in brief. Wow. That is quite <laughs> an inspirational story. Uh, I mean, growing up in the South during that time, I know would not be easy uh, for someone. Mm-hmm. But you Absolutely. made it. That is why for someone going through difficulty right now, which sadly there are many in this country, uh, again, in the South, many, but in addition, you know, other parts of the United States who are people of color, uh, if they feel, you know, like they don't have hope right now, what advice would you give them? Well, I think that... um... You know, being someone who's different really requires you to uh, develop a sense of self-worth first. Because, you know, if you're waiting for the world to value you, you may be waiting for your entire life. And so really developing that self-worth, that belief that I am not only worthy, I am valuable, and that I bring a lot to the table. And knowing that, you know, you first have to convince you, because I can't convince other people until I convince myself of my own value and of my own worth. And once I'm convinced of it, the things that happen to me that tries to devalue who I am or try to tell me that I can't do something that I know that I can do, um, it's met with great resistance from me because I've already decided what I am, who I am, and what I'm capable I am of doing. We are lucky to have you at Carlo because right now, what a great beacon of hope you are for young women and adult women at Carlo University uh, and men, now that we have a few good men at Carlo. Uh, but wow, you know, we're lucky to have you. And I have to ask you about Carlo because I love Carlo uh, University. <laughs> I was very yeah. honored to be a board member years ago. Uh, and, and I just love the school and the way they treat people and the fine education. But for our listeners, let, how about if you tell us first about your role at Carlo and then all about Carlo? You know, what is the size? Uh, what are the offerings uh, education-wise? Uh, I'm going to turn it over to you so you can tell the good news to our listeners. 
Fantastic. So, so I serve as the president, and I don't say that word lightly because I believe the ultimate job at a university is to serve that university because what we're doing is we're serving others until they're ready to serve themselves. And so I serve as the president. And uh, I'm really, really proud of this university. I came here because Carlos values sync up with who I am personally and professionally. And the, some of those values have to do with our commitment to social justice, our commitment to helping people understand you just don't get a college degree for yourself, but to whom much is given, much is required. And that because only 24% of the population in this country have college degrees, my responsibility to, to really make a difference in the places where I stand because of the opportunity. And, and gaining a college education is an opportunity that many people never receive. And so I think that the first thing that I'm grateful about, Carlo, is that we talk about education being an opportunity, but not only being an opportunity, but that we really do everything in our powers to make sure that our students leave here with a commitment to others, a commitment to social justice, a commitment to making the world better in the places where they stand. We have about 2,000 students here. 44% of our students are Pell eligible. And for you, those of you who are not uh, from the U.S., that means that 44% uh, of our students come from homes that are, are uh, not economically advantaged. About 27% of our students are, are, are non-white. And, uh, uh, and so our population is diverse here, probably one of the most diverse schools in Pittsburgh uh, that uh, in our surrounding areas. Uh, we, we are known for our health sciences. Uh, we are, are, for example, our nursing students have the highest first-time pass rate of any nursing programs in this city, and uh, it is because we really specialize in teaching here. Our students talk about our faculty in such wonderful ways. They talk about how they care about them, how they nurture them, how they are interested in their success, and how they don't just show up to just give information, but they really show up to really make a difference in their lives. And so that, that making a difference is role modeled uh, from the time they walk into our doors to the time they walk into the classroom, hopefully all the way out to the time they walk through uh, commencement. Uh, I have said many, many times the crowning moment of my uh, year as president here was commencement when I asked our graduates to stand uh, who were first generation, who were the first person in their families to graduate from college, and 60% of our audience of our graduates stood. And, and I tell you, the roar of the families uh, and to see the impact that this institution is making and changing not only one person, but changing generations was exciting to me. So we're known for our health sciences. We're getting ready to open a physician assistance program in the fall and an occupational therapy program in the fall for the first time. We just opened a speech, uh, speech and language program last year. 
and uh, we're excited about our health sciences, but we also have a very strong education program. We educate people here at Carlo from the age of 66 and beyond, from the age of zero to 66 and beyond, I should say, because we have an early learning center where we take care of the babies and our, uh, we train and educate people to work in early learning centers through that center. We have a campus lab school that goes from K to eighth grade, and then we have our university students, and then we have our non-traditional students, and our adult students make up about 38% of our population, so there are a lot of non-traditional students involved in, in a Carlo education. We just uh, just um, are excited that our board just approved uh, two new programs that are uh, because our university is all about responding to the marketplace, really about providing uh, the workforce what it needs. And uh, so we just approved uh, what is called a full stack degree in computer science. And simply what that means is that the students will gain a certificate, a specialty in an area. And as they gain those specialties, they could exit and go and work right away with that certificate, or they can let those certificates it stack up into a four-year computer science degree. So that's really the wave of the future for education. So we're excited to be on that. And we've also approved uh, an esports business major, which is uh, a multi-billion-dollar industry that many people are getting involved in. But and 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 Carlo is one of the first schools in Western Pennsylvania to have that as a major. Some schools have it as a minor. We now have it as a major. You'll get it business degree with that emphasis in esports, e as you know, that's really, really uh, important to, to this generation, uh, both um, men and women. That just gives you a little high-level um, uh, overview of, of who Carlo is. We have over 50 majors, uh, and, uh, and we have almost everything you can imagine uh, that a student can uh, uh, major in in those 50 majors. Wow. What I love about you is how excited you are and passionate about Carlo. That is Absolutely. so awesome. You know what? Did I hear you right at the beginning that only 24% of people in America have a four-year degree? Is that what you said? Yes. That's terrible. Yeah, that and most of the time we don't think about that. Most of the time we act as if everybody has a college degree here, and that's just not true. Wow. Well, what I like uh, so much about Carlo, but I love how you have the adult program, how you have all these different, you know, avenues from people that come from different walks of life. That is great. That That is really yeah. exciting. Um, and, you yeah. know, for a long time, Carlo was known as a woman's university, but that mm -hmm. changed. Isn't that correct? That's right. That's right. But I will tell you, I believe it was in 1945 when the first men were accepted to Carlo. And uh, most people don't realize that. They, they see, because our beginnings in 1929, we were an all-female uh, university. But today, uh, we, have, we have about 20% of our population, almost 20%, about 18% of our population is male. And, um, and we're increasing in that way as well, but we still have a very strong emphasis in, in preparing women to be strong leaders. And Carlo, is Carlo University a considered a Catholic university? 
Yes, we are a Catholic institution. We were founded by the Sisters of Mercy. And you know, uh, Joyce, I just had the opportunity to go to Ireland and kind of trace the steps of the women who came to Pittsburgh to create, um, well, they came to Pittsburgh actually to meet the next great need, which was the creation of a college for Catholic women, because at that time in 1929, there were no schools in this area accepting um, uh, uh, women, especially Catholic women uh, in, in, in higher education. So from that bold movement, these women came and created uh, Carlo to meet that need. And I say, to this day, we are still looking to help meet the next great need. And uh, at the university, do you feel that having this uh, Christian Catholic orientation, this spiritual uh, integration, do you feel that that really helps develop the people going to Carlo? So I will tell you that we know that, that you know, there, there's actually data out there that says that students who have a faith um, tend to graduate at a higher rate. They tend to be happier uh, and they tend to be uh, uh, more stable. And, um, and so while, um, while we are a Catholic institution, we accept people from all walks of life, from all faiths. And in actuality, in many ways, that is the most Catholic thing we can do, and that is to be accepting and embracing of all people. But to be able to uh, have the spiritual element here uh, where there is a faith that you can consider uh, is, is, we believe, is very important uh, to the growth and development of many of our students. Well, you have to, uh, I have to say, those Sisters of Mercy, the women that came here from Ireland, wow, they were really trailblazers during that time. Absolutely. And if you think about those seven women who came from Ireland to Pittsburgh, and uh, the, what, what I love about that story, it says that, and when they got here, they immediately went to work. And if you think about what it took them to come here, get on a boat, right, and travel all that way and immediately get to work. And here's the, here's the amazing part of that story, Joyce. They came here with absolutely nothing. And from nothing, they created this university and created Mercy Hospital as well. Yes, I know. And uh, as all my listeners know, I... Uh, I'm a woman living with epilepsy. That's how it came to be that I started Bender Consulting Services in 1995. And when I had an accident, you know, at a movie theater, I fell and had a seizure and fractured my skull and had life-saving brain surgery. Guess where it was? Mercy Hospital. I always tell people Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, that is. That is incredible. And you know what? Taking a break here for people listening to the show right now, if they are interested in uh, either their children going to Carlo or they themselves going to Carlo University, what should they do? 
So if you are interested in going to Carlo University, we would ask that you go on the web and look up Carlo University. And there you can apply. There you can find out about all of our programs, all of our, not only just our programs, but our services. And I think you would be really thrilled to, uh, to learn about our institution. And that's just Carlo, C-A-R-L-O-W dot E-D-U. Carlo.edu. So then if you're yeah. interested, do you just send, get that information once you go to the website? Yes. When and once you go to the website, if you will just look up apply, uh, you will go directly to how you can become a student here at Carlo University. We would love to have you. And I am sure that we would help be able to help you find uh, your pathway. It's all about you finding your purpose and your pathway. And we're happy to help you do that. And so, again, it's just carlo.edu. And if you hit carlo.edu, backslash apply, it'll take you right directly uh, to our programs. Um, and I hope you all do look into that. And also, I'm very honored to be on uh, uh, Dr. Humphrey's Presidential Advisory Board. And I know we, mm -hmm. committee, committee, I know we talk a lot about people supporting Carlo. And I would hope that if anyone listening to the show would personally like to make a donation or if a business listening to the show would like to make a donation. I must say that right now in our country, we need hope. And we, yeah. one way that you get hope is through education uh, and yeah. through embracing social justice. So if mm -hmm. someone is interested, whether it be a business or an individual, how, how do you make a donation? So if you go right back to that site, carlo.edu, you can make a donation right there on that site. It'll say donate. And if you just click on that, we would be grateful. Uh, because again, you know, 44% of our students really need, they need help. And they need assistance to, to get through this process. But not only that, you know, Joyce, we're getting ready to, to uh, start a program specifically for foster care children. That foster, only 3%, only I believe only 20% of foster children even go to college. And of that 20%, only 3% of them graduate. And we're, trying, we're in the process right now of designing a program that will wrap around this population of, of young people and that will really help them get to the finish line. This, these, are, these are young people with no families. These are young people with no support. These are young people who will have no place to go for Christmas or, or Thanksgiving or for the summer that we will have to uh, provide support systems around so that we can help them become something greater, something more than they could have ever dreamed or imagined to change the, the trajectory of their families' lives for the future. So that's a program that I would love to get uh, assistance with. Uh, for corporations, we are literally helping corporations to upskill their employees. So, for example, we are working with Allegheny Health, and I know they're one of your sponsors, uh, we are working, working with them uh, on a program uh, to upskill their employees. Uh, we are working with Whole Care, uh, Highmark Whole Care to create a certificate uh, of courses that will help 
their employees specifically become better employees, but at the same time, they are getting college credit. And some of those students this year have even decided they want to move from the certificate and they want to actually become college students. So it's exciting uh, to see that growth and development. So it's not just taking uh, or gaining uh, a contribution uh, from those corporations, but I'm also interested in how can I help those corporations uh, be successful as well? Uh, You know what? And that is so uh, awesome. Let me say, you know, and this is what I say about hiring people with disabilities. What do I hear over and over? We can't find people. We can't find people. And I'll say, oh, I know this untapped labor pool of people that want to work who can be, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, senior uh, in a senior IT role, procurement, HR. You know, we fill positions across the United States all the way to the federal government. Uh, Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you have a university that can work with you and have people trained in what you're looking for and what a great way to be able to bring people on board. I don't know, Dr. Humphrey, but uh, do you ever have companies want students on an internship? Absolutely. Absolutely. We we do it several ways. First of all, most of our students have some kind of internship before they leave here. Uh, And that that's probably one of the reasons why 98% of our students are employed or in graduate or professional schools uh, once they graduate within six months, 98% of them. And I really believe that has a lot to do with the practical experiences that we try to provide our students. Well, you know what? That makes all the difference. Having that internship makes all the difference. So once Mm -hmm. again, you know, it's carlo.edu, but even if you're a business person listening to the show, you should go back and tell uh, th- this information you have, you know, to where you work. But I want to say one other thing. You know, these shows, you can subscribe to any show on Spotify. All you have to do is go to Spotify, subscribe to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender on voiceamerica.com, and you can hear all the old shows. And why am I telling you that? If you're listening now and you're thinking, oh, I wish so-and-so would have heard this show. Oh, they can because it's on demand on Spotify, Apple, uh, voiceamerica.com, benderconsult.com. I mean, there are so many uh, ways that you can hear the show and share it because not everyone can hear it in the daytime, but it's a great show, this show, to share with others so they can hear Dr. Humphrey. And by the way, Dr. Humphrey, I know I missed this, uh, and I apologize if you told me. When did you start? What month did you start? Working so I started, I started last July, so I'm really coming up on a year anniversary, uh, which is exciting. Your one year is coming up. Boy, perfect timing on this show. We could say this is your anniversary show, Dr. Humphrey. That's right. That's right. And you know, Joyce, I should tell you that um, of of our 2,000 students, we serviced 300 of them through our disabilities office. 
So we have a, a robust program here to support those individuals with disabilities. Uh, and, uh, and, and so that, this is a place where I want everybody to feel welcome, and I want to make sure that we have the capacity to help everybody reach their destination. Oh, well, that is awesome. Well, we certainly have a lot of people with disabilities listening to the show, and I assume, and I'm sure you get people from across the United States that uh, go to Carlo. Yes, absolutely. Now, that's one thing I wanted to ask you about. What about during COVID? What did you do during that time? So, uh, so COVID has been a challenge, I think, for everyone. And of course, uh, Carlo did what all universities did. Carlo went virtual. Uh, but last year, we had more of a hybrid. We had some classes virtual, some place, classes on ground. This year, we're going, um, we're going mostly on ground, but we will always have um, courses that you can take online. We have full programs, full degree programs that you can do online. But for some individuals, online is not the best method of delivery. So we are still a fully on-ground institution. Oh, that is good. That's very good. And what are your graduate programs? What graduate programs do you have? Oh, boy. So we have many, many graduate programs. I told you a little bit about the health uh, science programs, but we also have business programs. We have uh, education programs. Our education programs um, in, our, in our graduate programs are, uh, go all the way to, to a uh, doctorate uh, degree in education. Uh, and just about um, anything you can think of in the social sciences, so show social work, psychology um, are programs that we do in addition to our health science programs as well. Well, I know one thing. That is a really hot area that you are in, health care. Anyone, mm -hmm. if you're listening, you're a young person and looking for a career where you know there is a huge demand, it's healthcare. I know uh, many of my customers like AHN, they're constantly looking for people with healthcare. And I'm very proud to tell you that uh, a young man that is like my own nephew, uh, it goes to Carlo University to be a nurse. Wonderful. And Jonathan, yes, and he loves it. Uh, and I'm so, so happy that he is at Carlo uh, and so impressed with the education he is receiving. But I'm sure mm -hmm. you get a lot of calls from uh, healthcare entities looking for people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Our nursing students and our students who are in the other healthcare areas, um, they, they get jobs right away. And, you know, uh, many of those students get bonuses just to sign up um, for those posi positions yeah. as well. Yes, that's right. So, Dr. Mm -hmm. Humphrey, here you are, your anniversary of one year. So, I mean, that that was a lot, just getting all of this learning under your belt when you start a new position at the executive level. Uh, so, what are your aspirations now for Carlo as, as you go into your next several years? Well, you know, Joyce, you're helping me with one of them right now, and that is oftentimes we've heard that Carlo is the best-kept secret, and I need to tell the secret. 
I need to tell the world about this amazing university uh, that is really changing people's lives every single day. So thank you for for helping me to get the word out about this amazing place. So there's a there's many things we we are looking to uh, really increase uh, our graduation rates because it's not enough for me for the student to walk in the door. I need to make sure we need to make sure that that student gets to the finish line and that student and ends up really becoming who they want to become, and that's so, so very important to us. Uh, we're getting ready to um, renovate or, or, or build a new, um, uh, a new early learning center, and uh, we're going to build a state-of-the-art uh, health science center because of all the new health science programs uh, that we have, and so that's going to be an exciting part of our next, uh, of, of our work for the future. Making absolutely sure that we have the majors that are responding to the workplace is work that we're doing every single day. We're evaluating, are we training people to do what this economy needs uh, from this generation of, of students? And so that's another one of our um, high um, uh, hopes for, for Carlo. Well... That is absolutely a great goal. I want to say, you know, what you said about uh, the secret. Yeah, I know. A lot of people say Carlo <laughs> University. They are the best kept secret in Pittsburgh. Yes. But you know what? We don't want to be a best kept secret. We that's want to right. be the best. Right. We still want to be the best. But that's why I said, if you're listening to the show, uh, please share it with other people. You can grab the podcast, get it out there. Uh, spread the news because this is such a great university. Carlo is such a great university. Well, you know, when I heard your story uh, that you told earlier at the beginning of the show uh, and, and where, where you went from and where you are now, obviously you had someone behind you or someone now you look up to uh, th that helped you. So who would you mm -hmm. say is your role model? You know, that question is always so hard for me because I've never been anywhere where there wasn't somebody that I learned from or that didn't really help me. And I have so many role models uh, because, uh, you know, be beginning with my very own mother and uh, who uh, I think I often – uh, quote uh, sayings that she uh, told me. I, I just quoted one of her sayings at, at staff meeting this morning, and and that quote was, "Anybody can be slow. There's nothing special about it." <laughs> uh, to um, to you know uh, strong women that I have worked for uh, in the past that has has really uh, showed me uh, by example, and I would say that that's the one single thread uh, through all my role models. They have always been, and they have showed me by example. It wasn't what they said. It's what I saw them do that uh, really transformed my own life. 
and uh, I'm, I'm trying to be careful not to list names because I'm going to forget somebody who's really important. But I will tell you that I've had both men and women who have really invested in my life, and because of their investment, I'm sitting here talking to you. Without their investment, I could not. And that's why it's so important to me uh, to do that for others uh, as well, because somebody did it for me. And people do not realize, I mean, why you need to pay it forward. People do not realize the impact that has on someone's life. As you said, from the beginning to right, you know, to right now. um, and, And would you not agree that just lending a hand, just listening, because it's mm-hmm. all about, as Maya Angelou so said, you know, it's all about being there. It's always about how you made the person feel. Well, presence, being involved at Carlo University. Don't you like have your young people where they go out and do work in the community uh, or overseas? Don't you do that a lot at Carlo? Absolutely. That's very important to us here. Uh, As a matter of fact, I should tell you that we recently purchased a facility that we're going to create a standing food bank in. And a part of that that will be our students serving on a daily basis, providing for our internal and our external community. Giving back is crucial uh, to who we are. And is that just something that people do on their own, the students, or is that part of the training or teaching? You know, how does that work at Carlo? So I I think it's something that we try to instill in our students from the very first uh, year that they are there. You know, for example, we take all the freshmen on a service trip uh, together. We have a Carlo Day of Service that we start the year out with. And and then we have other service opportunities uh, as well. But this is really important work to us uh, because as I said at the beginning, you know, it's important to us that our students understand, and I say it frequently, you know, you gain this – this education and and because you've gained it uh, the service that you owe to the community is great and you should be always in the mind of how do I make a difference with what I have no matter what you have how do you make a difference and so that's something that we hope to instill in them we talk about our mercy value and and you know what mercy means is you being you having the ability to work walk into the chaos of other people's lives you having the desire to walk into the chaos of other people's lives and walk beside them uh in that chaos in their world so that you can help to assist them as they make their worlds better. And that's the mercy value. And oftentimes I hear people even say about our nurses that they know when somebody's been Carlo trained because there is a difference about how the patient is treated. Wow. Is it that? I love that, though, uh, with mercy, you know, walking into someone's chaos with them, uh, mm-hmm. being there for them. Because too often, yeah. whether it's with the homeless or people in prison, uh, mm-hmm. or people just living, you know, in below the level without working, we turn our head, we turn our eye away. And that's what right. I love about Carlo, because it's pretty much saying, no, we're not only looking, we're engaging, we're helping. Mm-hmm. Because as mm-hmm. you said at the beginning, 
social justice is a big part of everything you do at Carlo University. Absolutely. So, Dr. Humphrey, I want to tell you, it has been absolutely uh, a pleasure having you on. I feel I feel special because I had you on for your <laughs> anniversary. I That's feel right. like, That's wow, right. this is perfect timing. Now I want the board to know how awesome she is and how lucky we are to have her at Carlo University. And also, uh, thank you for the privilege of being on that President's Advisory Council. I think yeah, that is thank so you, great. Joyce. I really appreciate the investment that you make back into Carlo. So thank you so much for not just talking about it, but being about it. I, pre I appreciate every minute of your time, and I'm so grateful for this opportunity to share. And everyone else share. Remember what I said. You're listening now. You're thinking, wow, I need to learn more about this place, or I should make a donation. Carlo dot edu share the show go to spotify voiceamerica.com benderconsult.com apple really the show is all over the social media so share this show with someone so they hear about carlo university and our great new president dr kathy humphrey do you have a message for our listeners so the, the, let me just leave you with this, and that is uh, oftentimes I think about another, uh, my mother's favorite song, and basically it says that if I can help somebody as I pass along the way, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show one person that he or she is great and not small, then my living shall not be in vain. Thank you, Joyce, for having me. Oh, that is a great song. Very great. <laughs> and what a powerful way to end. Dr. Humphrey, I just love you. I love your spirit. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we end every show, though, with a quote from someone. And today the quote is fitting, and it is, education is not the learning of facts, but the training of the mind to think, said Albert Einstein. And how oh, true. Good. Yeah, how true that is. Um, so thank you, everyone. I look forward to talking to you next month as we start the celebration for ADA month because July 26th is the 32nd anniversary of the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And get ready, we're starting with Maria Town, the CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters, at voiceamerica.com. See you next week, and in the words of Mary Brocker, Choose joy. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. We are the leader in live Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com.